DJ PK. And it's time to welcome in Craig Bowlerjack on the Sprint special guest line. Sprint makes it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Bowler, good morning. Hello, you two. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thankfully, I'm good. So I think the good news for you, Bowler, is if you're going to broadcast games from Orlando while you're in Utah doing it off a monitor, I think that means fewer COVID tests for you. We just talked to Joe Ingles, and he's taking them every couple of days and really not enjoying them at all. I can understand Joe's uh, plight. I tell you, the one, one time that we all took it on March 11th was not a fun experience. Uh, I'm not sure what – I think Joe's doing the nasals, the nasal mm-hmm. swab every other day. Uh, that particular night, we did both the lung and the nasal, and it was not fun. Um, I hope I don't have to go through that again. But if you do, you do. And uh, it's a, it's fairly quick, but it's it's not comfortable, that's for sure. But, boy, I guess this plays out right through every other day from here on out until, until basketball is completed. Yeah. Is that what you understand? Yeah, that's I how that's I understand it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what the league said. Even when they get to Orlando, it's an every other day yeah. uh, type of testing. So yeah, Joe's Joe and the Jazz and the rest of the uh, the NBA that's participating, they're going to get a uh, their more than fair share of testing for sure. So we've been tossing around a theory, and I started it, and DJ's expanded upon it, and I want to get your reaction to it that this Donovan Mitchell, as he's emerging. Uh, as a young man, 23 years old, speaking on social issues, as he continues to get better and establish himself more in the league, combined with his willingness to speak his mind or at least tweet his mind in this regard, that it will actually help the team because as he gets better, he will undoubtedly be a multiple all-star and then he becomes the focal point and leader of the team willing to say stuff, and people will be attracted to that and want to play alongside of him. So in the long run, him speaking out now on these issues will actually be beneficial to the team. I can't argue that. No, I think it's it's a bold uh, and very uh, impressive move by Donovan, and you, you make the most important statement of his age of 23 and his willingness to step out there pk and i mean step out there to lead i think he's a future uh president of, of the of the players association at this pace to be totally honest i mean he was invited to join chris paul and and just a few others to talk to Adam Silver just a few days ago, uh, reportedly by ESPN, and that's that's an incredible, um, well, compliment, accomplishment, but also they, the, the the players and the league obviously uh, respect Donovan Mitchell and his thoughts and what he would like to see changed. And I think for the Jazz, you make a great a great point. It's it's a clear that change is needed all around the league and all around this country and all around the world. And Donovan has taken the stance to help change it. And I think it's a bold move by a very young man with, uh, with a lot of hopes. You know, I, I thought at first that, uh, you know, as a, uh, as a high profile guy, a really good player, and then a leader, it would help him recruit players. But I think the more I think about it, 
you know, maybe the more impactful thing will be the energy, whether a guy comes as a free agent, veteran exception, trade, you know, whatever it is. Uh, the energy you come to with, with a team is critical. And when you're going to a team that's one, two, or three, right now, you know, Lakers, Clippers, and Bucks in whatever order you think. Uh, you know, and you're looking at LeBron or Kawhi or Antetokounmpo, and you're thinking, hey, we, we got a pretty good shot here. Look at this guy, huh? And you're fired up. Whereas if you're going to, tw- you know, team 28, 29, 30, hey, get a check, stay in the league. You know, it's just a whole different vibe. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, when you when you think about the Jazz, the vibe for, you know, winning a championship was such a high vibe at the beginning of the season when they picked up Mike Conley. And, you know, the vibe cooled and calmed. And then it kind of picked up again before COVID hit, whenever he started to kind of hit a stride again. But I'm with you on, on your picks. I think it is a one, two, three with uh, two in the West and the one in the East, which would, you know, the the two L.A. teams, uh, LeBron, Kawhi, and then Giannis and the Bucks. But, you know, uh, again, getting back to, to Donovan, I just, again, I'm just, you know, I applaud him uh, for taking a stance and trying to help people listen and learn, not only about, uh, you know, it, it's about history. And that's what, you know, again, I've been trying to tell my sons the same thing is, you know, learn, listen. Uh, before you speak and try to understand exactly uh, what the issues are. Do you think there's a line there for when they get down to Orlando as far as being able to voice your concern about social issues, but also then maybe crossing the line and detracting from the actual competition? Yeah, I'll be interesting, PK. I, I tell you, the, the one thing that I read that I that discussed Donovan getting involved with this conversation, and I, I wrote this down yesterday, was that you know they the, the league, Adam Silver and the NBA, told the Players Association they agreed to continue, and I think I'm quoting here, the discussions <laughs> and, the, and fighting systemic racism uh, in America while they continue to play basketball in Orlando. You know, and you have to wonder, what does that mean? Um, does that mean national broadcasts uh, will air uh, PSAs? Will the players make statements on a nightly basis? Um, I'm not sure. But I think, you know, the basketball is something that the country needs and the players obviously want to play. That's what they do for a living. Checks are important, Yes. But at the same time, they still have a message, and they want the message to be heard and also uh, the process to continue. And I think, and obviously, the league uh, has made um, that known to the uh, to the players' association that that's exactly what they'll do. They want the message to continue, and I think you'll see it uh, in Orlando. So when you watch. Uh... All of this unfold leading to Orlando. You got uh, you got any hopes for anybody knocking off the Lakers and Clippers, or have you seen? You think they've separated out, or you think the layoff just puts everybody in a hat and you mix them up again? I think it's one of those things when we used to, you know, draw numbers. I think there's something to that, DJ. I really do. Avery Bradley, you know, has, isn't going to play. That makes an impact for LA. Uh, you know, the J.R. Smith signing, uh, the alleged or the rumored signing. I'm not sure how that would fare since he hasn't played in a year and a half or so. But, 
you know, it's um, I, I think it's there's a toss-up factor here still. I mean, we've talked a lot about just the preparation, the seclusion, the bubble. How many players are truly going to be uh, in tune to what the whole task at hand is? And who leads? I mean, I know LeBron wants another one in his hip pocket. Granted, Kawhi is the reigning champion, but now brought it from Toronto and hopes to repeat it or win another with the Clippers onto the Kumbos hungry. But how about the rest of the teammates? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think it is kind of a, a put, put a name in the hat and see what happens. Uh, coaching obviously plays a huge role here in preparation. And for me, I think that for the Jazz, speaking for the Jazz, about the Jazz, I would say, too, there's no time just to say, well, we need time. Now, you, I think the team that really is going to make the biggest impact and the upsets early would be hitting the floor quickly uh, with precision and a team-like precision, by the way, where everybody's on the same page. And what team will be that? Could it be a surprise team? I think so. I think there'll be some sleepers, some outliers who come in and probably you know do surprise and knock off uh, a mighty giant allegedly in the first round. I think it's just part of what this whole thing is going to be about. I really do. I'll be surprised. I, I, I'll say this. I'll be surprised if there isn't upsets along the way. And those eight games that are played prior to the playoffs, how things uh, will force teams up and down that ladder. And the Jazz obviously could be definitely included. You've spoken about how DJ's mentioned how you may be broadcasting remotely. You know what they're going to do for other general media coverage? What's allowable? Boy, PK, I tell you, some of that stuff is still unclear. We've heard just a bit for what our jobs are going to be. I don't know how many, if any, media national writers are actually going to be in that that bubble in Orlando. I'm sure there will be. Um, I'm not sure if locally, if any papers um tony from the athletic tony jones uh that we know well is going to be put into that situation or if they're allowed to have some sort of outside um if you can view a game at the arena i just don't i don't know i haven't really heard the entire uh, the plan but uh, i know that a lot of people have asked about it and i just i don't know the actual you know a decision that the league has made. It may be ongoing, but again, it's a big decision, and I'm sure expensive for one. If you're going, if your paper will send you there to go inside the bubble, because you'll have to be part of the the, the testing every other day, food, lodging, all the above. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything outside the bubble that is allowed yet that I know of. So I assume there'll be some kind of. Uh post-game Zoom press conferences with the local media, that that's how they're going to do something. But, uh, man, there's a million details to work out with all that stuff. Well, I hope so. You know, I want to hear from the players. You know, I'd love to have a walk-off, but I don't think that's going to happen either. I think microphones will be, uh, you know, not allowed just because of the, as we know, you know, the windsock that, you, you know, everybody sees on it, the microphone. They have to sanitize it. Uh, They don't want to risk who's used it prior, and I get that. Um, I guess the safest way is to put a camera or a computer 
close enough to a player where they could actually be zoomed in and maybe we could lock them into a live talk post game. I think probably the easiest way they're thinking is that um, anybody who wants it, the the post game interview, just like in a postseason scenario, right? They bring them in. Uh, they would have one camera, one microphone. But I don't know who asked the questions. You know, uh, unless there's there's got to be PR that will be part of the the grouping, and uh, maybe a social. Um, um, social media member from each team that would be part of that. But if there's no reporters inside, then again, it's just kind of a uh, three or four question, you know, situation. And then uh, the players released and off they go back to whatever the quarantine situation is going to be. I'll tell you what, guys, I just think that we're all going to have to understand it's a different time and some new rules have now been applied to what we were so used to doing and so casually approached a locker room and walked in with press passes for now and i hope it's not for all time but i hope uh, we get back to normalcy uh sometime down the road but i think for now we've got new rules and, and new ways of going about how we do our business so we've seen with the PGA Tour back that Bryson DeChambeau's come back and it's just so buff and Jokic in uh, Denver has come back and he's much slimmer. I'm just wondering when Craig Bowlerjack reemerges publicly, what are we going to see that's different? <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to be more buff, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know, man. I've grown a, a few gray hairs, I'll tell you that. I'm not sure if I want to keep it or not, but you know, I think a lot of a lot of guys I know, you know, they went with the, the COVID beard and uh, you know, why shave every day or every other day? I'm just I think probably it's going to get trimmed off, but uh, I just I just need uh, you know you, you you just need to work, and I'm glad you guys are behind the mic on a daily basis. Like I've said, I mean that's that's what I listen to, and that's where I get information. And I know you were off the air for a while during the beginning of all this, but I'm so glad the Jazz uh, put everybody back on the air and and uh, you know rocking and rolling. I just want to be a part of that. You know, whenever we get back on into the booth, and really the booth is just going to be, you know, looking at a big screen, and I hope fans understand. I, I I'm going to learn with them on what actually we're going to do, uh, in the sense of the crowd, the energy. There will be no crowd where they pump crowd noise in. I think fans. I don't know if they want that. It's kind of that. Uh, you know, in comedy shows, when you know that the you're supposed to laugh, but the joke's not that good, and you wonder why they have the laugh track in at that particular time, but. You know, I don't want it to be overplayed, but I've got to, it's going to be my responsibility and, and Thurls and Harperings and, you know, Booners, Locke, uh, KK, all of us in Alema, you know, we've got to have that energy ourselves uh, and try to not overdo it, but obviously react to the moment of when Donovan goes sky high. So uh, we'll wait and see. I know a lot of times DJ and I have talked about this, PK, that, uh, that's kind of the way that a lot of sports are going right now is that, uh, you know, you save travel. Um, I'm not a fan, uh, but again, I don't have a choice. And if that's calling games off monitors, that's what we're going to have to do. Well, Bowler, I expect when you come back, you won't have a beard and you will be <laughs> in the words of Lama Harrington. Fuck. <laughs> How many times did Lama say that? 
Oh, I tell you. Yeah, well, I saw Lemma uh, just the other day, and uh, he uh, he is a he just got back from uh, St. George, and I hardly recognize him. He is he's a tanned god, uh, but you know, at least staying outside, you know, getting some sun, trying to stay healthy the best you can, and hopefully, um, you know, basketball will, will will they'll stay safe. You know, baseball's coming back. TK, I know you've got to be happy with that. Uh, I think at what sixty games yep. on July twenty fourth, will someone hit four hundred? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it, there'll be some exciting storylines coming out of baseball too. But the biggest factor is can you stay safe and healthy along the way? And right now we're kind of in that danger zone again. So let's just hope that's the case that we we all stay safe. Thanks, Bowler. Thanks, guys. Talk soon.